0: Growing a successful design business is hard work. There's so much to do and so little time to get it all done, not to mention the actual design work.
1: The good news is that we are here to help. I'm Krista,
0: the WordPress developer and website strategist from KristaRay.co. And I'm Corey, the designer and creative coach from CoreyWoodard.com.
1: In the Get Back to Design podcast, we're going to share strategies and tools to help streamline and grow your design business. Ditch the code and anything else you don't love, and well, get back to design.
0: Grab a cup of coffee, open that Illustrator file you've been working on, and let's dive in.
1: So lately on here, we've been wanting to add some kind of random and fun episodes for you all that aren't necessarily directly related to design, because sometimes it's just fun to chat about random stuff. And in some survey responses we've gotten recently, a lot of you have questions about how we schedule our weeks and how we handle work-life balance. So that's what we're gonna go over today and now, we neither of us are gonna pretend that we're perfect. um she's better at different pieces. I'm better at different pieces, but I think we can have a fun conversation about it and go into how we each do things, what works, what doesn't work, and I don't know, just kind of hopefully give a few tips in the process. We'll see how it goes,
0: yeah, I think this is one that people are always really curious about because it just seems like I know at least when I got started some days it would be like, "What am I doing with yeah. my day?" Like, how can I be more productive or how can I get, um, how can I fit in time for extra things? And then for me, for a long time, I was like, how do these people balance all this travel they're doing or, you know, stuff like that. So I'm really excited to share our tips on these two things with everyone out there listening
1: yeah it's always something I am in, interested in especially the people who have like multiple things going on I'm like I guess. both of us do <laughs> I guess I'm always just interested in like if what they could be doing smarter or better than me so it's good stuff um, but before we dive into what we do right now we wanted to start with like the biggest mistakes we've made that we think anyone listening should try to avoid Um, It looks like we have kind of similar experiences, but we'll just dive in and see what happens here. Um, For me, when I got started, the biggest issue was just not having a structure, both in terms of like how I structured my days and weeks and work-life balance. And I think this had a lot to do... Um, with how I got started when I was working a full-time job inside hustling, like I didn't have time for balance. I had to go to work, I had to get home and I had to work on my business until I was like ready to fall asleep on my keyboard. Like there's no balance in that, but that's what I had to do to like make it work and make my business a thing. And I think that just carried over to when I was done with my job. That's what I was used to doing. That's like what my brain wanted to do, just work all the time. And that's what I did. So I would usually like just kind of work randomly on the most important tasks each day. If I went in my inbox and there was a client freaking out or someone that wanted me to do something for them, I would just like drop what I was doing and go do that thing. I didn't hesitate to work nights and weekends, like anything like that. But I felt so, so, so drained at the end of the day. And I think that just came with, I didn't have a structure. I just was kind of winging it. and. I remember talking to um, a coach and I was this is what I was talking to her about just like how drained I felt at the end of each day. And she identified these things. She's like, girl, you you need to do something about it. So we'll, we'll get into what I'm doing now. But that was definitely my biggest mistake.
0: So do you still, like, did you still feel like that? Because I know you just recently did kind of a major shift in how you structure your days, which you'll talk about in a minute. But did you still feel like that or feel like that even more once we, like, added on Coded Creative and the podcast? You were like, I'm just kind of winging it Mm -hmm. over here, feeling drained and wanting to cry at the end of every (laughs) day because I'm so tired. (laughs) i don't think that all of
1: our random ventures like really added to it because i'd get to a point like i always just found something new to add and so if i wouldn't have added these things i would have added something else because like it's like i always need to be maxed out for whatever reason so mm-hmm. once i'd start feeling too comfortable it'd be like hey Corey, let's do this thing <laughs> or hey other person sometimes let's do this thing so I think that's just how i am and i can't blame us i guess <laughs> just myself.
0: Yeah, I- kind of feel the same way to a certain extent and my husband really picks on me with this but to a certain extent I feel like I have to be a little behind and a little stressed out (laughs) to be the most productive and my husband is like if you would just get everything done in a normal amount of time you wouldn't be feeling like this and it's like no but I feel like I get the most best work done when I'm like on the edge of my seat like keyboard going really crazy it's like just leave me alone yeah exactly (laughs) otherwise we don't need to work and we can
1: just sit there watching Netflix or staring at the computer instead that's what I do so I'm that's
0: pretty much what I do too (laughs) (laughs) so as far as my biggest mistakes I would say they are very similar and basically um not really having a structure for my days um so that would look like me just waking up, looking at my to-do list, seeing what was on there, doing anything that had to be done that day. And then it was like, well, what do I feel like doing now? Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. And that definitely led to lots of procrastinating. <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty good at procrastinating thanks to my mom because she's <laughs> the same way. Thanks, Ma. Um So yeah, because sometimes, you know, you look at your to do list for the week, and you're like, well, that task I have on Friday looks way more appealing than what I'm supposed Mm -hmm. to be doing today, which sometimes would throw off my whole week, my whole schedule with clients, you know, just different things. And I am not going to lie, I do not have as strict of a structure to my days and my weeks as Krista does so I am going to let you tell everyone about what your whole situation looks like. (laughs) Okay well I will just dive in then
1: with what my days and weeks are structured like Um, but I'll start with what I used to do and it worked okay but not very well um like we just went over I used to just work on the most important tasks each day. That's what I heard people say you should do, so that's what I tried to do. And like I wasn't just winging it. I had it organized in Trello. I'd kind of drag things around between days depending on something that came up or how important things were or how I was feeling that day. Um I almost always put client work at the top cuz that was where I felt kind of the most pressure and the most motivation for the most part. Um, And I mean, it worked fine. I got what I needed to finished. But like I said before, I just always felt drained. Like I think it's because I was doing a lot of hopping around between random tasks all day long. And I wasn't hesitating to like let something else sneak in and kind of like interrupt whatever else my brain was focusing on. So it was all kind of random. But what I've been doing now has been working a lot better, and that is doing themed days. So how I do it, what it looks like for me, is that I focus on one or two big things each day, and I don't let other things sneak in unless it's like an emergency for me. I try not to let emergencies for other people kind of dictate my day or anything like that. Um, I'm I'm pretty good at staying focused on this. So I'll do a quick run through of what each day looks like. On Mondays, I specifically focus on client work, and I decided that because I noticed that every Monday morning, client work was this thing that felt most stressful to me. So all I do on Monday is client work. On Tuesday in the morning, I do client work, and then in the afternoon, I focus on my business. So that is like catching up on, I don't know, anything, anything I feel like with my own business, whether it's making a new product or um, doing customer service or whatever I want. That's what I do on Tuesday afternoons. On Wednesdays, I do client work in the morning and then podcast stuff in the afternoon. On Thursdays, I do content creation in the morning. So writing blog posts, newsletters, course content sometimes. And in the afternoon, I work on my business again. And then on Friday, I do client work in the morning and kind of leave the afternoon open for whatever I want. And then each day, right before lunch and right before I sign off is when I check emails. And I really try not to do that at any any other time.
0: So I have a question for you because you have several, pretty much every day except Monday, I guess, is broken down into two different things. Mm -hmm. Do you ever get to lunch and you're like, I am still feeling really energized by what I'm working on. I want to keep working on this in the afternoon. And you're just like, you throw out what you normally would be working on in the afternoon or are you like really strict? Okay, no, after lunch, when I get back to my desk, my, the podcast or your mm-hmm. business task, that, that's what I'm going to work on.
1: I'm usually pretty focused. Fridays are the day that happens the most just because I leave Friday afternoons open. So my brain wants to just keep going on the client work. Um, for the most part, though, all that happens other than that is like I'll wrap something up. So if I was working on, you know, the footer of a client website and I was almost done and I just needed to go have lunch because I was dying, I might wrap that up quick. But I've been pretty good at switching over unless I don't have anything to do. So like sometimes I don't have anything I'm excited on for my own business. So I will let client work um, sneak in, but that doesn't happen very much. I'm kind of proud of myself. So thanks for asking.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's really impressive because I feel like what would happen to me Um, is that I would get really, really excited and be like, I have to work on this for the next, like, three days straight or Mm -hmm. something and completely forget everything else, which I'll admit is pretty much what I do sometimes (laughs) anyway. (laughs) Hey, whatever works. I'm more of the type that, like, needs a switch. Like, I stop
1: feeling motivated and excited about something I'm working on after, like, three or four hours. So for me, it works. But... I know you like to kind of just dig into things and go for it with a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, I didn't think about that, but I definitely think that's a good um, way for people to look at it. Like mm-hmm. if you get bored or find yourself getting bored working on a design or, you know, writing blog posts or something, switch it up. Like yeah. you there's no boss standing over you saying yeah. you have to finish this today Um, so yeah, I think being able to kind of add that difference in your schedule, you can make sure that you are really, I guess, excited about what you're working on instead of like, oh, I'm just doing Mm -hmm. this because I have to this afternoon.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think that's important for everyone to like, think about exactly what will work for them. So for me, how I decided that breakdown was that I knew I wanted client work in the morning Um, that's when I'm most motivated, when I'm most focused and client work stresses me out more than anything else if I'm behind or something like that. So I, I knew right away I needed to do that in the morning, um, but I was also finding before I did this that I wasn't spending any time for my own business. Like I had make a funnel on my to-do list for months and it never happened because I didn't leave even an hour a week for my own business. That's so, that Sunday list, y'all. Yeah, yeah and my Sunday <laughs> list looks pretty good now that I've added these <laughs> Tuesday and Thursday afternoons. So that's why I did that. Um, Wednesday afternoons just kind of happened because we record podcast episodes on Wednesday afternoons. And when we get done, I try to... Um, schedule a little, like show notes for an episode, get Instagram teasers up, the little um, Instagram stories we do, and just kind of wrap anything up that we have going for the podcast. And then Friday afternoons do generally end up being client work, but I like having that freedom where I can work on whatever I feel like or take an afternoon off, which I haven't done yet, but the option is there. If I ever want to do it, I can take the afternoon off so that's how I decided that for myself but I definitely think it should be way different for every single
0: person that does it taking that Friday afternoon off is gonna fall under work life balance one of
1: these days (laughs) we'll be talking about that yeah but
0: But I'm going to ask you another question because I know um wow this might have been like last year a really long time ago even I know you used to start some days with writing content Mm -hmm. so did you just kind of experiment and then you came to the decision where you were like I need to get client work done in the morning because otherwise I can't focus
1: yeah that's exactly what it was I was I was focusing on content every day for like the first hour I was working because I realized that's when my best when I can write my best but then my client work was definitely suffering because after that hour I'm still kind of motivated but it's like Eh, like I don't want to start this big, huge thing. So it definitely became a problem and that's why I just put content on its own day. So yeah, that was definitely something I noted and then I'm kind of proud of myself for putting into practice. So yes, good question. <laughs> <laughs> so I really love having this structure. At first I was kind of like, okay, I escaped a corporate job, so I didn't have a structure. Why am I making one? But I really like it. I love having like a spot where I know things fit If something comes up, I don't feel pressured to put other people's stuff in my schedule right away. And I've actually found myself ending my days earlier a lot because it's possible for me to get everything checked off my to-do list because I don't just keep shoving things in there. There are specific topics I have for every single day. And because of that, I've just felt like I have more energy. I can help my husband make supper. I can maybe clean a thing or two. I can just be a nice person in general because I have (laughs) a little energy. So... I really like it so far. So if anyone else wants to try this kind of breaking up your days into sections, I think you should start by writing down different focuses you have in your business. So for me, that was client work, the podcast, my own business, and then writing content. And then break up your calendar into chunks that work for you. So again, for me, that was three to four hour blocks. That's what works best for me because I like to be able to focus and then switch to something else. But do what works for you, whether it's an hour at a time or, you know, days at a time do whatever works best for you. And then I use um, Google Calendar to remind myself of what I'm supposed to be doing every day. Um, I'll include a screenshot of that in the show notes so you can see what it looks like, but it's just helpful. I open up my calendar, I'm like, oh yeah, today is you know client work in the morning, my business in the afternoon. And then every day or every week, fill those slots in with your different tasks. And you'll definitely make adjustments the first couple weeks as you figure out exactly how much time you need. Um, but starting with something is all you need to get started. But that's how I do my days and weeks. I wanna switch over to work-life balance. And guys, I'm gonna be quiet for a bit here because Cory is so much better at this than I am. Like, I need to be taking notes while she's going over this. I'm improving, but Cory has become pretty good at the whole work-life balance thing.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about this when um, I was kind of outlining, you know, going through how I even got to where I am now with my work-life balance, and I don't remember a specific time when I was, like, really, really terrible at it. When I first got started, um, I was in college, so I don't know how many people know that, but I started my business and my blog, which didn't work the same way they do now, obviously, as I'm sure most people could guess um while i was a sophomore in college and so that meant that i was balancing classes, homework, client work, writing blog posts whenever i felt like it, that kind of thing and that kind of forced me to figure out how to balance everything. So, i would say even like all the way at the beginning, i was decent at it. I wasn't really terrible, but i will say in those first couple years, I would still just work all the time. Mm -hmm. Basically, like I know you do somewhat now. You're definitely getting better at it, Krista. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I was, I remember I would constantly do stuff. And I think one thing that really helped me um, get better with my schedule is wanting to spend more time with my husband. And then when he joined the military, that was like, well, we have this much time to spend together before you leave for boot camp. And then after that, it was um, when we finally started living together again, it was, well, we have this much time to spend together at the end of the day before you have to go to bed because you have to get up at dawn. So um, that kind of thing really helped me, again, force myself into creating a balance. Now... Not everyone is like that. I realize that. They don't have, you know, a situation where they only have so much time to spend together. I know, like, you right now, you and your husband are hanging out, working, but you're together every day, so that's a little bit different. You're like, I see you all day long. I don't care if I work a couple extra hours, but I do think when you focus on something like that, it can help you. So if, if you're listening and you have a spouse or they have like a normal nine to five job or whatever it is, think about that time at the end of the day. So that's one thing I'll say. Um, what my current balance looks like, and this may like really freak Krista out because it seems really strict, but also not that strict. Um, and it may freak you guys out while you're listening too. So in a normal work week, I used to not start working until 9 in the morning, but I feel like I get up at like 6.30 every day, so I usually work Monday through Friday, around 8-ish. I won't necessarily start at 8 if I don't feel like I have to, and then I will work until 4 or 5, depending on how much stuff is on my to-do list. And kind of like what I was saying earlier, like how energized I am by something. So sometimes I get started on a project in the afternoon and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I was supposed to cook dinner and it's six o'clock and I guess we're going out to eat tonight. (laughs) Um, But regardless of what time I'm done, I'm usually done. Done. Like, I'm closing the computer, I've been really good, I don't even open it or look at it. I could probably put my laptop in the office and be like, don't even need to think about you again. (laughs) Um, But that means that I'm not working, I'm not reading or answering emails, and I will say that it's kind of hard to get to this point at first, especially regarding the emails. Um, And if you're a people pleaser, I feel like this is even harder because you feel like you want to respond to people. You're like, but my client's site is broken or they need, they want to hire me. I want to respond to them even though it's Friday at 10 o'clock at night. But I have found after just lots of practice that I'm totally fine checking out and being like, okay, I'll see you guys when I see you guys.
1: Yeah, that email issue is something I used to struggle with, like exactly. And I remember you yelling at me for this. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I have an inquiry and I don't care that it's eight o'clock at night. I need to answer this. Like, I need to know, I need them to know I want to work with them and I need to send them a proposal now and like all this stuff. And I did that. I did that for a long time. And thanks to Corey, like, reminding me and calling me out when I needed it, I'm I'm pretty much to the point that she's at um, with a lot of this stuff. When I'm done, um i mean there's there's times here we'll get into this but the times that i do decide i'm done i have no problem like ignoring my emails i found that that's actually really good for me like it's not fun to want to you know go to bed in an hour and read an email that stresses you out so much you can't sleep so i'm really grateful actually that you you were strict with yourself which kind of encouraged me to kind of buckle down a little bit too because it is nice to not have to worry about email after you're done working
0: Yeah, because if you check an email, say you are, you know, going out to spend time with family, if you check an email and it's something not pleasant from a client, that's all you're going to think about. You're not going to focus on the time you spend with your family. Or um, like something else, if you check your email, first thing when you wake up in the morning, you grab your phone and you're looking at your email and social media. Like those things, I definitely still look at social media. So Um, But if you're looking at your email, you're starting your whole day off stressed if you have something in there that you don't want to hear about. And as far as responding when you get inquiries on the weekend, for me, I've learned that that's just a boundary. Like, I don't want my clients to think that I'm sitting by my computer just dying to answer them back on Saturday afternoon When some Saturday afternoons, I am long gone, I am doing something completely different, I don't care about my emails, you know, that sort of thing. So if you are responding, you know, outside of your general working hours, you're setting that expectation. And then once you take on the client, they're going to expect you to respond or be working on their project all hours of the day all days of the week so it's just something you have to think about you know do I want to deal with this during the project or in a couple weeks and if you don't then you cannot set that expectation straight from the beginning
1: I think that's a really good point about the boundaries and I think that's something a lot of people don't think of like yes we want to hurry up and answer these people you know especially if they're inquiries But if you answer them on a Friday night, they'll think that that's what you're going to be like the whole time. So I'm really happy that you look at it that way and that you kind of taught me to as well because it's important.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with you. So just to kind of change the subject here, um, as strict as I am with my schedule, I do bend things Um, for certain reasons at some points. So um, just a few examples I will take days off during the week or only work a half day um, if my husband is off or if we need to run errands for some reason during the week so I don't mind as long as I can fit time in somewhere else and make sure that I'm getting that work done still. I totally don't mind taking the afternoon off to go have lunch and go walk around Target for no reason like it's something I enjoy doing so I don't mind doing it Um, similarly if my husband works on the weekend which definitely happens from time to time and when he is deployed obviously he's not there um, I might try to get a little work done on the weekend as well just to kind of get ahead This primarily, for me, means that I'm working on content. I feel like that's what I get. Actually, now that I'm really thinking about it, the weekend is when I get really energized about content. I'm like, yes, I can knock all of this stuff out this weekend. So, yeah, usually I'm writing content for Coded Creative, myself, or the podcast, something like that. That's if I'm working on the weekend. There are plenty of weekends, most of them, where I'm like, Work? What is that? I've never heard of work before. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, I will say if I'm really excited about something or my husband is really excited about a video game, which I'm rolling my eyes at because sometimes that's just what he does, um, I might work a little bit at night. So, um, for example, I think I've worked on our themes at night. Or content, or whatever. Um, just because if he's playing a video game, he's totally checked out. So, if I don't usually, if I don't have a show to watch, like one of my trashy reality TV shows, I'll be like, okay, sure, I'll get some work done. Um, but one thing I will not do um, is I never bend when it comes to emails unless the client has paid for a rush job, which doesn't happen that often for me. Um, but I, so even if I take days off or if I'm working on the weekend, i still don't care about my emails. I'm only answering and trying to only read emails during that time. Um, and I will say that there is definitely a little bit of change that I want to happen with my work-life balance. Primarily, it's just how many hours a week I work and just how many days a week. So with a new baby, I definitely want to shift my schedule to not be working um, five days a week. I actually would rather do four days a week or even three days and be able to have a day or two just to spend with her, either hanging out, going out, taking her to like a playground or something. I realize she's a newborn, so can't do that yet. But in the future, even just taking care of errands around the house, I like the idea of having just one day to kind of focus on that. Um, So that's something that I definitely want to try to do with my work-life balance i
1: really like the idea of like scheduling yourself a day off to just chill especially now that there's a baby around um i used to be way worse with work-life balance than i was like or than i am now it was like every waking minute i literally worked but i just think thanks to you kind of cutting yourself off it almost made it uh, less fun for me to work when I don't have <laughs> you to like sit and talk to all the time I'm like well this is boring so right now I'm to the point where I usually end each day around 4:30 when my husband gets done and I'm fine not thinking about work again the only time where I'll start working in the evening is basically if I'm bored which is a lot of the time honestly um I haven't had something come up in quite a while where it's been like, oh my gosh, I'm stressed. I need to do this thing. It's just like, I'm bored. I don't know what else to do. I'm just going to pull out my laptop and write content. That's kind of my go to as well. Maybe it's because we're like relaxed during the weekend or whatever and we can just say and write stuff. But content was what I always go to as well. Um, but I really like the idea of like starting to schedule a day off. I think with a little baby, I'm. I'm going to try moving towards that, too, giving myself a little more grace, backing off the schedule when I have to, because I, I just think that's important, and we have our own businesses so we can have freedom, so I really, really like that, but I can always learn from you, because you are way better at the whole balancing <laughs> than I am. Yeah,
0: I actually got that um, idea from Emily Lee, um, or Lay, I think, actually is her last name, but she has older kids. Um, but she would take the day off, I think on Fridays because they didn't have preschool or something like that. So that was like the day where she couldn't work because her kid or kids were at home. So she would just spend that time with them. And I think that's a really, really good idea, especially because it is so easy to want to work all the time or be excited about things and want to pull your laptop out. So, you know, to have that time to kind of pull back and be like okay I'm just gonna focus on me me and my family me and the chores that are getting ignored around my house the rest of the week just like little things like that and then I think it's like nice to have a three-day weekend you have a couple extra hours to kind of fit stuff in so yeah I think it's a really good idea
1: I think when we give ourselves a little free time like that whether it even it like is even as basic as just taking the weekend off it's almost like a reset of our priorities we're like oh this was cool My business is not going to die if I take a couple hours or a couple days off. So it's almost like when you start doing it even a little bit, it kind of gets easier and easier. Because like you said, sometimes on the weekends, you're like, wait, work? I I don't care right now. And that just becomes easier the more you let yourself kind of step away and take a second off.
0: Yeah, I definitely think that's what I noticed and what made it easier for me to be so strict about. I'm not even looking at emails Mm -hmm. because I don't care about them because I'm in my off time right now. So even if it seems hard for the people who are listening, like you're thinking, oh, I could never take the night off or I could never take the weekend off just try it one time and then try it again next week and then add a day or something like that add a couple hours you'll see that it does get easier so I just wanted to share a couple things you can try and that was one of them and also make sure that you're setting good boundaries with your clients. So we just talked about that in episode 34. If you haven't listened to it, go back because we had some really good advice for you on how to kind of set and maintain those boundaries with your clients. But other than that, one thing I will say can really help you with your work-life balance, at least if you're like Krista and I, is to remove email from your phone. Like, remove the app. You do not need an app on your phone with your email unless you work on the go so i cannot think of a time where i've ever like really really needed my email on my phone and needed to check it i have it now um because if i take the afternoon off and i'm like out with my husband i want to be able to check to make sure that my clients are okay and not freaking out but for the most part I don't check it, like I don't use it unless it's during work hours and I could just be looking at email on my computer. So if you find yourself kind of checking your email and getting stressed out at night or in the morning, just remove that app from your phone. And if that feels too hard because, oh my gosh, you're addicted to your email for some reason, move it to a new location on your home screen. I did this once with um, Twitter, I think. I was getting annoyed because I would check it constantly, but there was nothing new because I don't follow that many people. So I just moved it somewhere else. And then I was constantly opening this other app, like, what am I doing? This is so weird. I love that
1: idea. And you kind of have to like then really think about, okay, do I want to open this app right now? Do I need to open this app right now rather than just doing it out of habit? So I really like that idea for email. But as a quick recap of today's episodes, basically you've heard that both of our schedules and our work-life balance look very, very different, but I think that's good. It's good for us to show that everyone has to do what works well for them. Even though we both have our own businesses and we have two joint ventures going on, what we do is still very, very different. So your action steps for this episode are to first figure out what you want your daily and weekly structure to look like and do the planning you need to do to start next week, giving yourself some sort of structure that will work for you in your day and your week. And then after that, I challenge you to Focus more on your work-life balance if it's something you want to improve. Set yourself timers to go off like 30 minutes before you want to stop working for the day um, to start winding down. Move some apps around like Corey suggested so you have to really think about it before you're checking things on your free time and just try to get um, thinking more consciously about when you're spending time on work versus your life. Thank you so much for listening. For show notes, past episodes, and more information about the two of us, visit us online at getbacktodesign.co.
0: If you enjoyed today's show, it would mean the world to Krista and I if you take two minutes to head on over to iTunes and leave a review. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you can be the first to know when new episodes are available.
1: Now put what you learned into action so you can streamline and grow your business, ditch the code, and get back to design. We'll be right back. back.